The Get This Podcast is brought to you by ProPhotoGo.com, professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS to get 10% off your professional photo session. So whether you need new headshots or you have a big event coming up, an engagement, a wedding, you name it, or let's say you just want new photos so you can look snazzy on social media, ProPhotoGo is professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS and get 10% off. Go to ProPhotoGo.com. The Get This Podcast is also brought to you by the best WordPress hosting available, WP Engine. People who know me know I build enterprise-level WordPress websites that are seen by millions of people a year, and I host all of my websites with WP Engine. They're a company based in Austin, Texas. They have outstanding support, and I personally couldn't recommend them more. If you go to getthispodcast.com, look for the WP Engine link and get 20% off your first year of exceptional, fast, secure WordPress hosting at WP Engine. Again, go to getthispodcast.com and look for the WP Engine link for 20% off. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Kautzman with the podcast Get This. Uh, it's a show about the things that people love. We're here in New York City, and it is, I know this this time, it's 2019. Uh, February 4th, 2019, and I'm here with my good friend Dwayne Williams. Dwayne, say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and what are we here to, here to talk about tonight, Dwayne? Uh, you know, on this show about uh, the things that people love. What are we, what are we talking about? What's going on? Well, uh, I was uh, uh, recently talking to my sister, and we were discussing concerts, concert moments, and I thought maybe that would be a good topic to discuss tonight. I love this idea, yeah. And so, uh, Dwayne, to give you a little bit of background, is a photographer. He's visiting New York from uh, the Twin Cities, from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and... Got he has great taste in music. He's one of my oldest buddies. So when he said this to me, I was like, "Oh, this this is going to be a great episode. I can't wait." Um, talking about concert moments, so things like concerts that you've seen, shows you've been to, where you just think to yourself, "I'm never going to see that again." Right? Like that was that was the best thing. Yeah, is that the idea? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Yeah, and then we can probably like roll that into talking about. Um, Concert films and things, right? Concert films. Well, you know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, the mm. Bowie, Glastonbury uh, film. There's the Zeppelin one, right? The song remains the same where they kind of weave that all that all in. Yeah, that's fun. I've never seen either one of those. All right. Well, there's... <laughs> <laughs> well all right. Well, that was a really short podcast, Wayne. That was a... <laughs> It's great radio. Uh, no, it's it, we're going to figure it out. The other one that, you know, the other one that I really like is the... Um, Gorillas, the Demon Days concert. Yeah, that's film. amazing. That one's amazing. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, check that out. So, so you were talking to your sister when about this? Actually, a couple of days ago. Um, yeah. Before I came out here, um, I uh, actually didn't even. Re- okay, I remembered it, but for some reason, I thought. I was thinking like I had seen it on TV or something. Not that I was actually there. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't wait, know. Wait, so so okay. So but, you're you're talking about a concert that you had been to. Yeah. But you remember it like it was TV. Yeah, I oh, don't know damn. why. No, I but what what concert? It was a. Uh, uh, it was a Michael Jackson show. Oh. It was a Michael Jackson concert. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's go into it. What happened was. Uh, all right, he did his show. He ha- uh, What year? Oh, geez, that's a good question. It was in the in the eighties. What tour? Um, I don't remember. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how memorable it is. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't no, remember any of we're that. We're talking about moments, but, you know. This is not. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but the moment is is because uh, he 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 came out to do his encore, right? Yeah. yeah everybody stand, you know, the, the typical concert thing. Was it in like Minneapolis? Yeah. What? Where, where was it? At the um, 
Well, it was the St. Paul Civic Center. Gotcha. Now it's the XL. The XL Center. Yeah, 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 where the Wild play. Yeah. Yeah, the hockey team. And I saw Paul McCartney there. Pretty cool. Did you? Yep. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing him. Please. I I took my mom to see Paul McCartney. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's... I mean, you know, because I... Diss his solo career so yeah. much, but we, I actually, hey, but yeah. I actually would like to see him. The, the guy wrote, "Hey Jude, give me a break." Well, <coughs> we were I, we were talking smack about Obladi Oblada before. I mean, that's pretty easy pickings, right? I like that song. Right? Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Apparently, it's a reggae song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, or if you say to, so. He, or he tried to make a reggae song that was kind of okay. The, the whole point of it, or something. <laughs> No, right. there was a, uh, I guess some guy in some like reggae band or some Calypso band that was friends with them. And that's where he got the saying from. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. God, they were so high. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> so. Um, so MJ, the 80s. Oh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah we were hanging out for the encore and everything. And uh, when, when the encore starts, the curtains open and it's the Jackson 5. Oh, damn! Yeah, and and they don't even like really speak. Oh well, they could what couldn't have been heard over the crowd at that moment anyway. Right. But yeah, you're damn. expecting Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five, and they uh, did like all their singles in chronological order. Whoa! <laughs> you know, yeah. Sp- excuse me. Starting with uh, you know, their very first one up, up until like State of Shock. And, and, he, and he's doing the the high parts and the parts like and he's when he was a kid. With them, yeah. Jesus. He, and they did. They went through it. It was like a full show. Like they played for like an hour and a half. Whoa. Yeah. And that crazy. was the encore. Yeah, yeah, that was the encore oh, of his my show. God, that's so like muscular. And it was just boss. It was so loud in the crowd, like people screaming and going nuts. The I'm place sure, just were people, were people crying. Just, were people freaking it out? It was chaos. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was like seriously pandemonium. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I thought that was amazing because I loved them when I was a kid. But, sure. You know, you never. I never thought I'd get to see them or anything. It's like right. What a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Did 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 they do that on the entire tour? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we, we we must be able to look that up. Not during the show here, but that is very interesting. You know, I wonder, too, could a performer get away with something like that now? Probably not. It would leak. Yeah, that was the surprise to me, too. It's like we didn't hear anything about it. Nobody, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you do that for an entire tour and nobody knows about it? Maybe you were hallucinating. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you might have been. This might have been a dream on the way back from the yes, show. Yes, my sister was wrong about the thing. It was like, I was, yeah, I was on acid. And... Right, right. No, you weren't. You've never done acid. <laughs> no, I haven't. I know that about, I know that much about she you. She was like, my God, you don't remember. How do you not remember that? I was like, I thought I remember it. And then I like <sighs> described it to her and she's like, yeah, because we were in the audience. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. What about, uh, you've got some great uh, show memories. I know you you were, you were saw U2 at First Ave. I know you uh, you saw them. Did you say yeah, like on first. War? I saw them no. on the War Tour. I don't think it was at First where, Ave. What, that would have been where? When that there? was like, geez, Northrop. Oh, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. Northrop Auditorium. All right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, uh, what about Prince? Are you going to be any great... Uh, Prince memories? Prince memories? Holy smokes. I, I bet I, I'm trying to think of something of like a one single thing. Mm-hmm. But I bet I've seen him actually more times than I've seen anybody else. Because like all those uh, like uh, secret First Avenue gigs and all that kind of stuff that everybody talks about. I saw like all of those mm-hmm. or most of them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew people that worked there at the time, so you know. Whenever he wanted to play out, he just said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come and play." And well, you know, the people I knew that worked there uh, would just like they couldn't officially say that they just called me. They'd be like, "Be here tonight." And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, yeah. How would that go? What would a night look like when you were doing a you know a secret Prince gig at First Avenue? Would you show up at like ten or eleven? I mean, no, you get there earlier than that, so you okay. get in because that word gets out. Be like a, like a weekday yeah. thing, and it only yeah, and it only uh, you know 
doesn't hold that many people. Sure, so sure, <laughs> You're sure. still trying to get in there. Right, right, right. So you yeah, kind of yeah. be standing outside in front of the place. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Just, he, it, it would just be a show, a, a print show. He it just um, he just did them to rehearse his band a lot live. Right, right. So that, you know, they were prepared for that. It's different than rehearsing in the studio or whatever when you're actually in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, miscused and every everything else out there. But no, it was a lot of a, a lot of things like like uh, uh, like those things if you ever seen Purple Rain where it was like the battle of the bands, they would kind of fake battle of the band things like that between like the time and uh and Prince's band and yeah, yeah. time and the revolution is. <laughs> Did they look like they I mean like they were having fun and they were having fun, having a good time? Yeah. 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 Cool. It was some yeah, some pretty good moments. <laughs> I seen um what was it? Was it Vanity Six's first um first show? One of the one of their first shows. And it was the same kind of thing. It was at this bar over in South Minneapolis that doesn't exist anymore called the Nakarima Club. And, um, which I always thought was an amazing name. Nakarima. Yeah. Wow. It's American backwards. Oh, right. And it's okay. like, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Black bar. Sure. Sure. That sure. You had to yeah. That makes sense. Knock on the door to get in. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Yeah. 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 I always love that word. <laughs> Nakarima. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Cool. Um, so yeah, it was there and like the time where their backup band and they were, <laughs> Kind of supposed to be playing incognito. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like they were behind a screen or something uh-huh. and uh-huh. the girls were out front singing. So you were uh, talking to your sister about this MJ concert and that got you on this this notion of talking about great concert moments? Yeah. If yeah. I can uh, think of some more. I'm sure you, you will eventually. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I can come up with some. <laughs> yeah, wish you great Well, no, moments. thank Oh, that's nice. Uh yeah, recently I saw Have a Nice Life in Brooklyn, and uh, it was last year. And this is a band that does kind of this dark shoegaze. They're on this label called The Flintser, which is uh, they're out of San Francisco, and it's you know they print a lot of vinyl. It's very underground and cool. And uh, Have a Nice Life had this album called Death Consciousness, which was their first album, and they uh, you know they made it for a thousand dollars in their bedroom in Mm. Connecticut in 2006, 2007, something like that. And it's the kind of album where if you listen to it, you would never think, ah, this is going to have a, like a breakout moment, but people discovered it on, discovered it on Reddit and it gathered a cult following. And, Mm. you know, now they're, you know, it's getting, they have at least one track has a million plays on Spotify. And that to me is so wonderful. It's like, so cool. It, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like um, corporate music at all. Just bedroom music. That's what they call it. It's the kind of thing you you make with like an eight track and a computer and right. an old Casio keyboard and a you know a bass. Your you know your older brother left when he went to college. Just music like that. I love it. And that show was wild because uh, I did not know what to expect. I mean, I haven't been to a hardcore show and I'm closer to forty than thirty. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just really cathartic. Very cool. And a mosh pit. <laughs> I, I didn't expect a mosh pit. So I'm going to go see them again uh, You know, in, uh, in March. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of other, other shows that have been really important to me in terms of uh, the show. I mean, I mentioned Paul. You know, seeing Paul with my mom was pretty cool. Just the idea uh, with that show of... You know, the tickets weren't cheap, but they weren't mm. prohibitive either. And we're in St. Paul. Uh, you know, my, my dad's long gone, but I know that he loved the Beatles. And my mom loved the Beatles. And, mm. you know, my mother, you knew my mother. Uh, not to make this too personal, but just uh, just how special that is. There's a lot of, um, you know, all this stuff is sort of about mediation, right? It's about you listen to albums, you see them on video, and it's, it's like they're not quite real. Right. And then you buy the ticket, and then you're a hundred feet away, yeah. And you're you're going, oh, that's the guy, 
that there he is. And here's, you know, and just the look on my mom's face. It was beautiful. Lovely. Just such a special moment. Yeah, that is awesome. Go to the show. Go to what? No, that's my that's my my motto is like go, go to the, the show. go to the yeah. damn show. Uh, you know they're you know you're not going to regret going to the show for sure. Some more will come back to me too. There have to be some uh, some movies, some like concert videos too. We can talk about. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a fun thing too. Like that's a completely different art. You know, getting that stuff to translate on video. Hmm. It's crazy yeah. when it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the song remains the same is pretty great. Yeah, I gotta watch the Bowie one, uh, Glastonbury. I think it just came out recently. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, and it's like it's like they they did a uh, they released a, a CD or whatever an album. Mm-hmm. Like a child of the nineties, I call it a CD. Um, yeah, it's like two hours long. It's just it's just this legendary performance that Bowie did in Glastonbury. Glastonbury, I think it was like can't remember what year it was like 2000 2002 or something like that super cool oh 2002 what album was what that? i don't know it's not or like he was, was touring just... an album i think he was just kind of being the you know the frank sinatra of britain right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's really that's really who uh who he was oh and i that is a that is a tough miss for me to not get get to see him I saw him a couple oh. times. All right, talk about that. Mm, okay, the, when was the first time? The first time I saw him was the Glass Spider Tour, which uh, I didn't, I was just kind of going because I was like, Bowie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no. So yeah, you kind of yeah, had yeah, to yeah. go. The I had never spider. seen him. What year? What, what, what that year was, was that? Uh, the, I think that was the Never Let Me Down album, which of course let everybody down. But, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's what I mean. There were, I, I wasn't thrilled about the album at all, but but uh, but you know, the, most of it uh, wasn't that album. Right, you know, right. He, so he's the, performing all the songs you he, wanted to go see. You just had to right, sit through right, 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 a couple right, right. of ones you didn't like. That yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm first. looking at the the images from this. He he is definitely rocking a mullet. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, he came down from the ceiling in that little uh, lounge <laughs> chair. <laughs> 1987, the Glass Spider tour here. David Bowie. He's like he's got angel wings and a mullet. Wow. Hmm. This was this was sort of his nader. This was not his yeah, highest no. moment. This was, no. yeah. I fucking love David Bowie. I just I read the uh, I've been saying this the uh, oral biography, and it yeah. is pretty. It's pretty awesome. It's a great way to uh, to get at him in terms of his life. How do you handle that? How do you? Like one person is going to write the biography of David Bowie, <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, tremendous. Was it a good show? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was it was Bowie. It was a, it was well done, and it, you know, the musicians are all great. And it's just that that was an album I didn't like. But you know, like I said, most of it was more greatest hits and everything, so it was fine. It you know, it wasn't as bad as everybody would kind of make it out to be because it was that door yeah for sure interesting you you mentioned the last time i was hanging out in minneapolis you were talking about uh seeing nine inch nails a couple of times when they were coming around on the first album yeah yeah at first half that was kind of a pandemonium too trent Reznor covered in was he in, covered in mud or something? I don't know what the hell he was doing. And hanging upside down and screaming and, yeah, young and angry. And on his first tour, that was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome to me. <laughs> that was one of, one, of, you know, one of my first big concerts was to, we drove 11 hours from Mandan, North Dakota in a, you know, minivan that probably needed an oil change. Uh <laughs> to Madison, Wisconsin to see Nine Inch Nails on the Fragile Tour. Oh, that yeah? was a big deal. That was a big deal for us. We were little little nerdy pilgrims going on our little dark pilgrimage. 
A perfect circle open. That was pretty cool. That was a oh, good show. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was that, so good. That was a good show. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like the fifth or sixth time they played out outside of L.A. That's a pretty good opening act. In a way, the opener was better than the uh, than Nine Inch Nails. Oh, really? Well, just because I was a huge Tool fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still am. If they could just put out another album. Right. <laughs> if. Yeah. One day. One day they will. Well, this is this is fascinating. Yeah, these live shows. There's so much uh, energy that goes into seeing it. Like I was telling you, we're going to go see Massive Attack uh, on the Mezzanine Tour. I'm going to get to see Liz from Cocktail Twins and mm-hmm. Horace Andy. That's amazing. Uh, I'm going to see Have a Nice Life. Then I'm going to see Dead Can Dance. I've oh, never wow. seen Dead Can Dance in concert. Never seen them either. I saw uh, Lisa Gerard in London in 2007, but it's not the same. Right. It was fantastic. She's amazing. I mean, just you just want to be there to let her kind of sing. It's wonderful. Um, but that's going to be a great show. And that new album is awesome, too, if you haven't heard. Well, I, I played some of it yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. Dionysus yeah, from Dead Can Dance is so good. Yeah. Just... I have that on vinyl, and you put that on, and wh- wow, whoa! Reconsider drugs. <laughs> Reconsider. <laughs> you can trip after forty. It's fine. Just have a a guide. Have a good friend. Have a good album. Uh, Let's see. You know what I'm thinking of right now is um um bad brains. The first time I saw the Bad Brains, I had uh, actually, I had, I don't know if I had actually heard them, heard them or had their albums or anything at the time when I very first saw them. And everybody was like, uh, assuming they were my favorite band because, you know, I was like the black art school punk rock kid, you know, (laughs) I was like the, you know, Rasta, Dreadlock. Uh, punk rocker, you know, that kind of thing. And they're like, you don't know the bad brains. It's like, of course, you know, the bad, you know, you look like one of them. What do you mean? You don't know the bad brains. So I, uh, <laughs> so I went to see them and it just blew my mind. I, it was like one of them shows. I, uh, um, they came out on stage. I God, I wish I remembered the first song it was now, but it was just like a rock got dropped on, you, you know, I was just sitting there with my jaw open the first time I saw them. I was just so in love with that band. <laughs> I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> Did they do anything in particular or was it just the way they were? It was just, it was just these four Rastafarian guys playing like punk metal and it was just so mind blowing. It was just so serious, and you know, the, the, it, it was just sounded so good. It was just so it what you wanted, what you know, what I wanted it to sound like. I guess right, right. And HR like, you know, doing backflips off the drum riser and <laughs> all this stuff. Where did you see them? First to have. First half. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, what year? I'm sorry. Oh, no, don't apologize, please. What year? That would have been in the 80s sometime around their first Now, I never got into this band, so I'm going to check these guys oh out. What's God, what it is? It's beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, it's like black punk metal, like reggae. What is it? It's all of that. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> it's all of that, yeah. Yeah, cool. It's fun too. There's a picture if you Google bad brains and go to images, there's definitely a picture of them all looking like uncles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is your you Rasta know. uncles. Yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one who shows up and then they shred. late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> Eyes half closed. Yeah, exactly. So. Can't be bothered. <laughs> Tremendous. These guys look legit though. That's awesome. Yeah, I you, Never heard the bad brains. Well, yeah, I'm sure you've mentioned it before. My yeah, God. yeah. No, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna, you know, after this podcast, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get turned on to bad brains. That's great. Yeah, man, you've, uh, you've always been great turning me on to lots of different music, man. You were the first one who mentioned Cocteau Twins to me, which is like, yeah, please. And also Manix. Let's talk about Manix. Manix Street Preachers. Yeah, Manix Street Preachers. Uh, he, another great concert that i saw which was the 25th anniversary of the holy bible uh, if white america told itself the truth for one day its world would fall apart i wish i would have seen that show man <laughs> i love that record oh uh, dude that's a good record <laughs> okay what did oh, they that was like the 
You just said it. It was the 25th anniversary of the Holy Bible. Of the Holy Bible, and yeah. they played it like the whole verbatim. Album. Yeah, just ver- just the whole album. Did they do a greatest hits thing afterwards? Then, right. Or then did at, they yeah. Do... Then at, no. Then they took a little break and they did another you know 40 minutes or whatever because that mm-hmm. album's only 45, 50 minutes. Right. Right. You know. I mean, not that that's whatever. Well, I was just wondering because uh, uh, I don't know if it would be too heavy or what, but it would be kind of cool if they did. If they had uh, done the sequel too, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that we saw that show. We saw that Journal yeah. of the Plague Lovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I, I don't know if that show that show probably be too much. It's like a little too both those albums. Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. too much. You get like you know the, the rate of suicide has increased you know, right. in New York City. We can't quite figure it out. But right. it's like people are wrapping themselves in Welsh flags and throwing themselves into the Hudson <laughs> off, River. Off the river, yeah. <laughs> the flags are cool. <laughs> the coolest flag in the world is the Welsh flag. Got a fucking dragon on your flag. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a great album if you don't know that. The Holy Bible. Incredible. Yeah. And that show was, it was great. I mean, they're, they're a powerhouse band. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lyrics to that album are just like, it's very serious rock and roll. There's room for that. Totally. And is there, is there like a number one Bad Brains album? A number one. Or just like if you had to like recommend one. Um, what would I recommend? I would have to. Uh, you know what? I would I'll pull up to, the dis- discography right now. Yeah, I like Quickness. I like all of them though. Yeah, yeah. You you sound like a big fan. Quickness was more. Quickness. Uh, um, yeah, that, I, I like Quickness. I think you'd like that. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna check them out. It's fun. Rock yeah. for Light is a good album too. Rock for Light, that's a good, uh, that's a good Eye name for an album. Eye against Eye. Eye against Eye. Oh, I've heard about that. That's a oh good shit, one. I've that's heard about a that. Good record, you know yeah. who told me about that? Who? <laughs> a Lyft driver. A Lyft driver from Minneapolis, <laughs> who is like driving us around upstate. I this is okay. See, you know, you you get an exception because I respect the hell out of you. And I, you know, I love your recommendations. So if you tell me to listen to something, I will. Mm-hmm. But generally, I wait for two. If I hear it twice, <laughs> but now it's like really online. Now, now you have to listen. Now to I have I. to listen to this. Yeah. I against I. That guy was talking about that, and this he was like a drummer from Minneapolis. This mm. guy. So there must be some. There's some connection. What a great music town, man! The Twin Cities. Give me a break. Yeah, there's so a, like a lot going underrated. On you don't don't sleep on the Twin Cities. They've always and they've always been kind of music crazy like that bands have always done well there and it's always had a i mean a a quote unquote scene it seems like i mean i'm an old fart now so i have no idea what's going on now but but uh, you're not that old but back in the day but it's like there was what do you think it is i mean it's never going to be austin or nashville you know but it's is it that it's it's like a place you can live you can kind of live raise a family be a music you can be a musician there and is that it starve, starve and not starve starve you know it's it's yeah. it's it's not the worst place in the world to live the quality yeah. of living is pretty pretty high right yeah and it and there is a respect for the arts yeah in that right. town you can be an artist there people don't completely cross their eyes at you well it's just it's it's funny though because, well, maybe it's that way with all these kind of scenes when they break out. Just that there's not that many places to play when they're first starting things. You know what I mean? And you go, but it's like you think back on Minneapolis, and it's like you're going to see, you know, Soul Asylum in somebody's basement. <laughs> when they're first starting and you know what I mean stuff like that kind of kind of crazy and like all those uh, uh like we said we all those all those gigs with uh the time and everything I um saw like in high school them coming up uh you know they were local bands at the time and you know now it's Jimmy Jam and Terry you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's kind of yeah. it, it, it global yeah. superstars coming out of a place too if you've never been to the twin cities it's 
And Jimmy Jam was like my favorite, my one of my favorite DJs when I was in high school. Yeah. I used to go to his, all his sets and <laughs> you know stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, not but, it's not a big city. It's not. It's sort of spread out. It's not. But there's a cool thing. It's very cool. Yeah, there's a thing. The winters are long. They, that's there. You go. They have lots of <laughs> rehearsal time. <laughs> I've been in some of those rehearsal spaces in the middle of winter. It's uh, you know people bundled up in their coats playing right. guitar and trying to keep their hands warm. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. There got to be some other concerts we can rattle off the top of our brains. Uh, I already talked about some different concert videos. The I'm going to repeat myself, but that Demon Days video uh, film so good. Gorillas Demon Days. Yeah. Even that if you don't like mind blowing when it came out, yeah, yeah, multimedia, mm-hmm. bringing lots of different things, tremendous. The I... antidote to the shitty Super Bowl we had yesterday. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst, <laughs> worst Super Bowl ever. <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't yeah, watch all right, it. all right. Well, it really doesn't the, count. The I, football guys. So. Who? Here's what I want to ask you: How do you end up? Not you. In the royal you, <laughs> how do you end up in your life on the field, waving your hands, your pasty white hands, to the beat of Maroon Five during the Super Bowl? How much do they have to? How much? How much does Pepsi have to pay you to end to be in the front row of that? Like the, the audience? Yeah, those were all extras, of course. I mean, right. not a single person was there. It was all curated. What a nightmare. <laughs> We're living in this like nightmare. Ugh. I you know what, man, I don't I don't really pay attention to any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're, you're you're right. Yeah, you're I, right. I don't I mean like the Grammys I mean, hater, and all the award I mean, shows yeah, and the Oscars and stuff and everybody's isn't it? everybody's all up in arms about them and I'm like, my God, people still watch. Pay I attention to this shit. Yeah, yeah. I haven't right. paid attention to any of yeah. this in decades. That's probably the right call. But then, you know, but 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 Prince did the Super Bowl a few years ago and it was amazing. Right. We could have that. We could have that every time. There are musicians of that caliber waiting to do that gig. Mm. They would be happy to do that gig, but instead you have to present this neutered calf of a performance. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, again, I mean, my line was like, they turned America into an elevator right. for 30 minutes. Hey, man, he's tattooed. Hey, well, you know, all right. <laughs> just like, here, this music is presented to you by Starbucks, decaffeinated Starbucks. We wouldn't want you to be too awake for the revolution. <laughs> what revolution? Exactly. <laughs> Sleep through it. <laughs> yeah, it won't be televised either. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other great concerts I've seen. Great live shows that I've seen. I've seen some great theater in my in my day, but that's not really on on topic. Um, what else is going on? What have what what you been doing with your life? You taking care of yourself? Yeah. Yeah, sure. What have you been watching lately on TV? Oh, you know what I like right now is, uh, oh, what's it called? Netflix, The Kaminsky Method. Oh, you were talking about this. What's that What's that about? Oh, man, that is so funny. It's, uh, it's uh, kind of an odd couple-ish type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's too, um, too, uh, too old old guys one's an actor one's a cranky actor and one's his cranky agent that they've known each other and worked together for like 40 years oh damn <laughs> and uh wait 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 is he does he teach acting he teaches it oh yeah. i think i've heard of this yeah it's yeah. michael douglas and uh, uh, uh oh my god alan arkin oh nice oh okay sold yeah it's yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> is it in the first season or is it in multiple seasons? First. Netflix or? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. You turned me on to Shit's Creek. Yeah, I got to finish watching that, that show. That show is season. so good. It's so that funny. I cannot believe how good it is. And it just gets better and better and better and better consistently. Yeah. And it, does, it doesn't dip. They deepen the characters. It's slight. They become more real. Their Their season finales are tend to be just a deepening of the characters. Mm-hmm. They stop being so stereotypical somehow. 
And then they move on to the next season and they keep kind of growing, but not too much because you wouldn't want them to grow too much. It's it's great. It's really a great show. Yeah, well, it, uh, really well thought out. Because as much as I, uh, um, you know, thought David was hilarious, it was like, what could you do with him right. season after season? Well, that's the, that was the criticism that uh, the Times offered when they finally did a review of it was it started out kind of glib but it's really found itself and i i, I can't disagree mm-hmm. the first you know the first season i had the, that very same thought when we first watched it a couple of years ago i said this is funny but they got to play a different note pretty soon because this is going to exhaust itself but mm-hmm. they're geniuses you you know eugene levy the comic genius right this is so funny his eyes alone and his eyebrows Right. I, could watch, I could watch Eugene Levy make faces, and I, I, you know, that's an actor. That is a real actor. Everyone on that is just really amazing, though. Oh, yeah. and his wife. Moira. Just, oh, my God. Catherine She's O'Hara. so good. People keep talking. Is it Catherine O'Hara or Catherine O'Hara? Catherine O'Hara, something like I that. I think it's O'Hara. O'Hara. They keep saying, why is she not nominated for an Emmy? <laughs> Nobody yeah, can understand why. It's that good. It's so funny. Yeah, love it. What about you? Uh, what am I watching lately? It's been that. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about movies lately. We were talking about the Oscars. I haven't and, seen a lot of them. Yeah, The Favorite. I haven't seen that. Yep, you got to see The Favorite. If you haven't seen I, The Favorite, um, it's, gonna, it's pretty awesome. I saw Roma. Okay, would you recommend that? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's too long, but yeah. I said the same thing about The Favorite. It feels like it's too long by 20 minutes. Spoiler alert. It's like it's... Yeah, yeah. It's no, like no, it's, it's, a, a, it's not a spoiler know, alert. Serious movie, so it has to be... Right, right. Long and, and... Yeah. Just maybe cut some of those scenes. Yeah. Just cut some of those scenes. We don't... Even though it's beautiful, we don't have to watch her uh, right. fold clothes for five minutes. <laughs> Especially in the third act. Yeah, you know. Cut me some fucking slack. <laughs> we get it. We can pick the clothes it up. are beautiful. We can pick it up a little bit here. Right. <laughs> right. But it was chop, a, chop. It was a good movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have to see that. I'll have to see that. Uh, I did start watching the Dahmer documentary. Oh, how's Which that? is problematic. People keep talking about how it's a little troubling. Uh, they, they don't, troubling, yeah. Well, I mean, it's obviously it's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, well, but the uh, idea, all right. Yeah, but this yeah. idea that they kind of uh, make him into a rock star a little. They, kind of, yeah. they don't really give service to the victims quite to the degree they, they might. Hmm. I need to watch the rest of it. I, I'm a little cagey about my... Because I haven't seen the whole thing. Hmm. They definitely make it slick and you kind of feel like you're reading the tabloids a little. And... We just have to be careful that we don't allow fancy editing and tricks to to make us, I don't know, somehow complicit in indulging uh, something that's exploitative. I mean, people were hmm. people are dead on the other side of this, right? In a horrible way, right? And, you know, there's this temptation. You know, if you made the same thing about Mengele, people would you'd you'd be you'd be you know banned forever but mm-hmm. because it's this one lone guy and he's charismatic and we have the tapes you want to trouble his legacy it's sort of sensational it's, there are problems with the way it's represented i think is the issue mm. Mm. okay yeah just yeah, how much do you want to indulge in this creep who murdered innocent people right yeah 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 i mean uh, i i guess i haven't seen it so i have no idea yeah but... yeah I can see that. It's just torn people in this. The true the true crime community is a real thing. People are really into that, and problems of representation are a big part of that. How do you tell the story in a way that's just as a storyteller? Because it's very easy to make to make these these guys to romanticize them. It's a problem, hmm. right? Why would you? I don't know. I guess I don't. I just yeah. don't see the romanticization. Is that the word? <laughs> <laughs> it is now. That counts. Yeah, you get a pass. Um, <laughs> the romanticization. <laughs> Romantici- romanticizing. 
Oh, I don't know people like that. Yeah, it's but, like, yeah. but he was he was super charming. He was very charismatic. I mean, this well, is a guy people, who we, people he, he knocked he knocked a gal up in prison. Hmm. Well, <laughs> there mean, you go. I mean, wow. Good googly moogly. How's that work? Yeah, I, well, these <laughs> conjugal visits. What do you mean? How does that work? Well, you mean, <clears throat> do we have to have the talk on the podcast? Wayne? I mean, t- yeah, that guy is getting conjugal visits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. It's very, very strange. I mean, these and these serial killers, a lot of them tend to be highly charismatic. Well, yeah, I mean yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. How else, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it helps. <laughs> you know. How, any other guy would be like, get out of here. Get the fuck you know? out of here. Yeah, what the? Get out of my sorority house, <laughs> shithead. Hmm. <laughs> What's but that? I yeah, think, uh, on, um, I was going to say that like, um, there's like a over-romantic, over-romantic, here I am with that word again. Romanticizing? Romanticization? <laughs> people, people know what you're trying to say. With madness. Ah. It gets kind of uh, glorified, in or a way, yeah, or eroticized, or yeah, or almost like it's cool to be the crazy one or something. Yeah, because I think it's 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 equated to freedom. You must be so free, right? You're not worried about your bills. You're not worried about taxes. You're not worried about your job. You're free. You're liberated because you're mad. Yeah, that's that's quite curious. That gets back. That gets back to the favorite too. The favorite's about madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the madness of making art and be you know being and love. Very cool. That's a very rich topic to mm-hmm. mine. Yeah, that's very troubling. Well, I, yeah, I just don't mm. think it's. The reality, <laughs> you know, of course, it doesn't quite live up to that. You think? <laughs> you know, all, yeah, the, well, all the drug taking and everything else is like, no, actually, for real, he died penniless right, he died, and alone yeah, in his and, apartment. And he, and, right, and destroyed everybody around him. <laughs> right, everybody. Yeah, right, exactly. right, everybody who ever trusted him or her. Uh, you know, reading the Bowie uh, oral biography, he, they talk a lot about Iggy Pop, mm-hmm. and you have any Iggy Pop concert stories? Oh, been to a lot of Iggy Pop shows. Actually, all right, let's, talk, let's, let's, let's come back and talk more about shows. Um, bum rushed my way into an Iggy Pop show once. <laughs> Get into the mic and talk about uh, that. What do you mean you bum-rushed your way into an Iggy Pop show? Well, he was sold out, and I was trying to get in, and the music started, and people started pushing and stuff, so I just kind of, like, leapt over the turnstile with a friend of mine and went into the show. Okay, where was that? That was first half, too. That's a great fucking story. (laughs) Everything's first half. They didn't literally let them play anywhere else back in the day. (laughs) Right, 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 right. What year was that? Oh, my God. I don't know. It was when you could still leap. Right. (laughs) When I was still diving. And, uh, yeah, I was taking pictures of him um, during the show, and he stage-dived almost on me. Actually, who landed on me when I was trying to take pictures of him? Fishbone. Um, The lead singer of Fishbone was running around singing, and he dove off the stage, landed right on top of me. I was trying to take pictures of them. Uh, they were they all came out blurry. Yes, I did <laughs> try to get it. This is it. this is pre digital, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely in the film days back in the day. Can you uh, for the podcast? Can you share? I know you have a great Iggy Pop picture of him about. I think about the stage dive. You got to yeah, yeah, send that, that, that back was that to show. Me. That yeah. was that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's kind of like spread out over the. He he's kind of um, falling into the. I caught him falling, and he's in yeah, the yeah, crowd, yeah. kind of like, he's, like he's uh, Jesus or something. Yeah, yeah and exactly. he's falling into the into the thing. But I caught him uh, um, um, in focus, so so it looks good. <laughs> yeah, it does. You gotta you share that with me, and I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. All right, that's gonna go in this episode for sure. Uh, if I can find it, uh, it's somewhere. I remember that. 
good good fucking photographer, man. Yeah. We got in the system of, of a down together. You know, I, I wrote, I was writing blog posts. You remember that one? You got some, you got some photos of them. Yes. That was, yeah. yeah, that was a good show. That was pretty good. Those guys can, those guys put on a show. Yeah. I took some photos of Bowie too. Oh, did you? Yeah. in that same venue. You got those uh, anywhere? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, how, how do you swing that? It was through, um, it was through, uh, Brooke. Our mutual friend, Brooke. Writing. Who was she writing for? She was doing some music journalism for, um, for someone. My memory is so good now. This whole show about it's gonna get <laughs> my worse. memories where I'm like, yeah, no, oh, you're, you're doing fine. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. You got the pictures to prove it. Um, yeah. And they had, um, now that show I got like, uh, since I was uh, on a press pass, they gave me the f- first three songs and then out. So I had to actually buy a ticket, like, <laughs> even though I was there taping the uh, right first three show, three songs yeah. and then Bowie's and like get out, out of here, here man yeah you gotta pay for your ticket that's all right though what is it about as maybe coming back to first principles but what is it about being there alive what's what it just the basic thing alive? right I don't, musicians bank on this now too they're not i don't think making their money off spotify Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know that. Yeah, it's touring and merchandise. You want to be there. You want to be at the show. It's it's a social thing. It's, co- it's like a community it, yeah. thing. Yeah, it's an event. It's a thing to go do. Man, but, I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be of legal age so I could go to concerts and movies. That yeah. was it. That was. <laughs> I didn't really care about anything else. <laughs> All that job, getting a job stuff. Right, you get a job so you can go to the show. Yeah, yeah, get a job so you can go to the show. It is awesome when it all kind of comes together. But when you see a bad gig too, it's that's rough. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't really think short outside of the theater, and I've seen plenty of terrible theater, and I've been a part of plenty of terrible theater. But uh, <laughs> that's easy to do. But music is. Uh, it's the thing about music is is as long as everybody's kind of playing their part, it's like. It's like sex or pizza. Even when it's bad, it's good. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you're out there. It's a cliche, but you know, you're out there. It's you're, you're among people. I guess. What? Yeah. When it's great is when there's a level of, there's a feeling of spontaneity to it. I guess mm-hmm. that's why you call it playing, right? These musicians don't, every song doesn't have to sound exactly the same every night. Should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonder if anybody has like a floating playlist. What do you mean? Like that, where it is different, like that from night to night. I guess it probably depends on the band, right? Like I, I bet jam bands and things are doing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just kind of going out there and doing their thing, but otherwise it'd be kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it gets a little difficult, right? Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> people because people also want I, I, I do sometimes think about these poor musicians who are touring on the same songs from the seventies. That's got to right. be rough. Probably start to go crazy. Maybe it's maybe it's easy. You've been playing it, <laughs> right? I guess you can do it's it like in a your job. Sleep. Yeah, you might as well just like show up and just phone it in. Right. Do the job. <laughs> What's the best concert you've ever been to? Top top three. Ooh. Yeah. <coughs> Dwayne smokes a pack Excuse and me. a half a day. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. He does not. Dwayne is you're like a Boy Scout. Yeah. For a, you know. Be prepared. For an old black punk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> old black punk boys go. Um, best shows ever. Ooh. That's, man, there's too many. There's too many. Rattle them off. I'm trying to think, like... You know, one of my favorite shows, it pop, it, it just pops in my head. Uh, Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I saw him, he was like 60-something. And he was touring. So I thought, well, you know, let me go. Yeah, you want to see that. Yeah, see, see the legend. Yeah. <laughs> he tore the place down. It was great. 
Oh my God. He was at the caboose. He destroyed the place. Oh, wow. It was amazing. Amazing. Bo Diddley. First, when I was in high school, uh, when I saw Bootsy Collins, that blew my mind. Bootsy Collins? Yeah. Bootsy's rubber band. Because that was like my favorite band at the time, and I was pretty new to concerts. You know what the first concert I went to see was? No. It was uh, War. You too. No, no, no. Oh. The band. The band War. Yeah, When the World is a Ghetto came out. I was like in sixth grade. When the when the world is a ghetto, the world that the world is a ghetto is the name of Got the it. album. The world is a ghetto. Amazing. Another, you're set up here. Sorry, I'm gonna tear the place. You're right. Out. You're all right. You're right. It's you and which Bo is Diddley. another amazing album you need to listen to if you ever never heard it. The world is a ghetto. Yeah. Cool. Um. My, uh, I wanted to see him. I was in sixth grade, uh, and my mom and dad basically would have never said yes but my grandma was up here yeah. <laughs> visiting and i, I was like oh story. can i go to you know see war and, can i go see war grandma and, yeah and she was just like yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> awesome so yeah we all went and um and we all got like a contact high from from, from the, the band war from the audience yeah oh, yeah contact high <laughs> it sounds like you were you were uh, hot boxed yeah the it, oh the the place was just thick with it but where was that oh St Paul Civic Center I think back in a long time ago war of the world what kind of music is it yeah it's it's kind of a mix too it's kind of like a uh, R&B um, with some Latin jazzy kind of tones to cool. it. Cool. And um, it's ranked 444 on uh, 500 of all time from Rolling Stone. Oh, it's a it's a beautiful record. I gotta I'm check sure that out. Like it. Yeah, sure I'm gonna check that out. I gotta get that on vinyl. It's pretty epic. I uh, in my neighborhood here, there's a bar that I frequent, and half the guests from on this podcast are probably going to come from that bar (laughs) (laughs) and uh they do tuesday vinyl days and so you bring vinyl in it's tomorrow and uh i brought in santana braxis that's Mm. a pretty good one that's that's a good album that's the same in the same ish ish era ish kind of sound yeah yeah the cover is cool it's got like this car it's like a, it's like a, a Cadillac getting towed away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, you like it. Fantastic. Okay, and that was my first show. That was your and first my, show and my first contact tie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Even my grandma was like, "Woo, whoa!" <laughs> when we were leaving the place, my dad picked us up. He was laughing at us after the show when he came to pick us up. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma took you to a, to a show. <laughs> the album they were touring was "The World Is a Ghetto." Yeah. The band was called War. Mm-hmm. That is a cool grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of music was she into? Oh, she was into like blues and jazz. She came uh, came up in those days. She was like Count Basie and Duke Ellington and things like that. That you could do worse. <laughs> I was at a writer's group recently, and and I'm not trying to throw this person under the bus. They, I'm sure they have their own reason, but there was a, a one of the writers is working on a project involving jazz, and this person, feeding back, said something like, "Now I don't really like jazz. You know, I'm not really into jazz music." And there was a visceral. There were 20 other writers there. And there was a visceral, like almost like a hiss. Like, oh. Yeah. There was an audible gasp. <laughs> and she just was like, I what, what? And then, you know, and then everybody was like, well, you know, that that's, that's like a real shame. <laughs> like there was a real, like, you know, and it's fine. And then she's like, but I'm not, you know. And then she doubled down. And I, I'm not picking on anyone, you know, it's everybody has their own thing. But then her next statement was like, but I'm not really into music. And then everyone just kind of went like, <laughs> you look around going like, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Wait, say what? <laughs> like, right. you don't really know what to do. Uh, but you know, God bless her. I mean, she she must have other things she's into. It just that's just like to someone like me, it's like saying I'm not not into breathing. Right. I know, you know, and I'm not a musician. Yeah. You know, I wish I could be. Um, my God, <laughs> not really into jazz. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that must be hard. That must be hard for you. <laughs> right. I don't know what to say. The world is a ghetto. Mm-hmm. Found war. What a good name for a band. To war. Yeah. You know who I would love to see? It's never going to happen because he's dead. Mm-hmm. Would be Lightning Hopkins. Oh, yes. <sighs> Gonna get me, what is he saying? Gonna get me a mojo hand. Gonna go to Louisiana. Yeah. Gonna get me a mojo hand. Lightning amazing. Yeah. It'd be amazing. You know, he. I think he influenced Cobain. I think Kurt Cobain even talked about being influenced by him. Oh. Fucking great. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. <clears throat> He's got that other song, I'm gonna go get me my shotgun. What? No. He's got a song yeah, I mean, there's so many blues so songs. Good. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Or, or like Howlin' Wolf, where you're yeah. talking about <laughs> right, 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 right. Running away from your oh. girlfriend's husband, Mojo, came home <laughs> <laughs> and caught you. <laughs> Backdoor men, the yeah, man, Mojo Hand. That's so fun. It's such a good, fun song. He just said that like little wink, mm-hmm. you know, just being able to play those those tunes. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to some of that later. Well, damn, man, I'm gonna have to go back over this episode and pick out some of the 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 big ones. So it's War. What was that other band? The uh, the, the reggae uh, bad brains. Bad brains. Eye yeah. against eye. You yeah. listen to that. War. Eye against eye. Yeah. Check out. Check out. Have a nice life. Death consciousness. Mm-hmm. I'm really into that. Uh, really love that band. They're great. Um, got any other like top shows? Because the the war story was great, so to speak. Do I have any what? Yeah. Any other like top shows before we go? Uh, beep 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 beep. Let me see. <laughs> Buffering, yeah. computing. Dwayne is computing. <laughs> Trying to think. Click 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 click. Ramones. Oh, you saw Ramones. Yeah, and oh, I never fast. thought I was gonna see that when that happened either. When was that? Uh, why do you keep asking me when it is? Because I want to know. I want to know. Uh, I'm gonna say I don't okay, remember. Roughly, roughly, roughly. <laughs> that was in the '80s. Yeah, was, in the '80s. Uh, before they completely, totally, completely stopped talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> what a sad story those guys. But they, it was an amazing show. Yeah. Oh, man. Just exactly the way you would kind of think a Ramon show would be. Just instant mosh pit for the entire show. And they're just like song after song. One, two, three, four. (laughs) Just next song, next song, next song. They just, yeah, they tore the place up. Oh, cool. You know, uh, I like listening to Henry Rollins whenever he's on the different podcasts. Mm -hmm. He had a pretty good story about being with, uh, I think it's Joey, Joey Ramone, near the end of his life. And I think he said... Uh, I can't speak for Henry Rollins, obviously. I'm just trying to go by memory here. And I think this was on Rogan. He just said something about sitting with him, and he looked at him and said, you know you changed the world, right? You know you, like, influenced everybody. And Joey Ramone was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a podcast, man. Thanks for coming on, Dwayne. Oh. Thank you. So, uh, you know, this was Dwayne Williams. Where can people find you, man? You're on you're on Instagram and stuff, right? Studio Slang? Studio Slang and Instagram. That's yeah. easy. Great photographer. Very talented. One of my best friends. Fantastic. Great music recommendations. This has been another episode of uh, Get This, the podcast about things people love. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. All right. Gonna go to Louisiana. <laughs> get, Give me get a mojo hand.
Thank you.